Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of a songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. Well, it's almost a year to the day that we had our uh, next guest last on our podcast, and she's had a very busy uh, year and uh, has some new music that she's going to share. One of my favorite songs these days, by the way, so I had to have her back. Last year, uh, in 2021, she was the Josie uh, Award-winning Americana Folk Artist of the Year. And I was so proud of you on that. It's Judy Pastors back with us. Hi, Judy. Hi, Dave. How you doing? Great. Thanks for having me. You look good, and you got your new baby with you, a brand new guitar. She's my new honey-colored concert Vintage Yamaha. Oh, it's gorgeous. Thank you. She is gorgeous. And you call her honey, right? Well, she's called honey because she's honey colored. I, I ah. haven't really officially named her Not honey. Officially. But unofficially. Yes, yeah. unofficially. I love that you name your guitars. <laughs> oh, honey. I love it. So, I have minor name too, but they're nothing. Um, They're nothing as sweet as honey. Nothing as sweet as honey. Mm -hmm. My Martin is called Martin. My Taylor is called Taylor. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) My Rain song is Raina. Yeah. (laughs) You know. That's right. That's clever, but you know, not really. Uh, Anyway, it's good to have you back. Thank you so much. I know it's been a very busy year for you, and you're just out there everywhere. I turn, I see Judy Pastor. I'm everywhere. Yeah. I mean, listening room, uh, the uh, Gatlinburg Songwriter Fest. True, true. see you there. And uh, with one of my favorite shows all year with John Ford Coley of um, England, Dan, and uh, and I think it was like on the anniversary of of England, Dan's death. It was. Played at 12 Keys. That's right. It was standing room only. It was. What a great night that was. Oh, I love him. He's he's like, uh, he calls me his little sister, so it's nice. He does, huh? Yes, he does. What a super guy. He he, is. He did all the old uh, songs and and some new ones, too. Yeah. And uh, it was just a fantastic show. Thank you. You play with him a lot, huh? We do play. He'll play whenever he can Uh if I invite him out. But it's pick and choose. Yeah. the, the times and the venues, you know? I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you also played a new song that as soon as I heard it, I, it just blew me away. And it, it's become one of my favorites. And this is a new release for you now. Out now, in fact, the video just came out uh, earlier in this month, uh, like December the 9th. This is the 28th today of December. And uh, so it's out there already. And uh, we want folks to look for it. Where at? Uh, my YouTube? Your YouTube channel? Um, Probably my Instagram, Facebook. It'll be everywhere, but everywhere. it'll definitely be up on YouTube. Very good. Yeah. And the song is out, Spotify, wherever you get music. Uh-huh. So I thought maybe we'd start with your brand new song, uh, Chop Wood, Carry Water. Uh-huh. And then we're going to hear the story about it afterwards, okay? okay? So Judy Pastor is our guest. This is her brand new song. Listen to this. You're going to love it.
I've always said that, uh, you know, I hate genres. I hate putting people in boxes, and that's up for the marketing people and the record companies and stuff. But I've heard Judy Pastor uh, described as Americana meets Nashville folk country. And if you're going to describe it anyway, I think uh, that probably fits. That song is absolutely amazing, and it's got a great message. Thank you. Just chop water. Chop wood. Chop water. Chop water. That ain't going to help. Chop wood. Carry wood. Carry water. (laughs) And we're going to be all right, right? exactly. Yeah. Now, you wrote that song with Boo Ray. I don't know what a Boo Ray is, but I'm a fan. Tell me all about him. A Boo Ray is an awesome person. And uh, he's an artist and a writer. Um, in Nashville, right? He lives in East Nashville, okay. and he's—I think—he's been doing it for a while. And uh-huh. um, he's covered in tattoos. Is he? Yeah. So the when he talks about the cat tattoos and the song crossing them out, yeah, you know. that was that came from mm-hmm. his heart and um, mm-hmm. his mind. And yeah, because I actually like—I was just sharing with you, Dave, that I hadn't mm-hmm. heard about um, crossing out tattoos. Yeah. I didn't know about that, that people do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the first part of the song, um, it's pretty sad, you know, mm-hmm. experiences in life, whatever she's having, it's, it's not too good. And yeah. uh, um, But I guess she finds that when she uh, stays in the moment, and pretty much chooses to do what seems like the next right thing, which in this case would be chopping wood and carrying water. Mm-hmm. Things are going to be all right. She's going to get to the next spot that she needs to be in life. It's a, do the task at hand. Do the task at hand, yeah. uh, especially when you don't know what to do next. Just yeah. do what's right. 
It's great advice. And then the second verse, uh, she's kind of met her person. She feels she's not going to cross any more names out. Mm-hmm. No. Um, she's going to keep this one. And and uh, and so there's hope on the horizon, And but she's still going to do the next right thing. So that's, that's kind of what great. the song's about. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's a great song. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You and Boo Ray, good, good combination. Thank you. I'm going to have to look him up and get into his music. Definitely look so. him up. His music is like amazing. He has- B- B-O-O? Mm-hmm. And R-A-Y. Uh-huh. Two names. Yeah. Hooray. He's got an album called Sea of Lights, I believe. That's like, it's great. Like he's... Great. Yeah. Maybe we can get him on the show here. I'm down the line. You never know. Uh, yeah. Maybe we will. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very cool. Uh-huh. You've been writing a lot this year, haven't you? Yeah. In fact, I understand you got a new album that you're working on. I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's starring all my co-writers, my <laughs> production team. You've got a great production team. And you, you listen to the that track that we just listened to, the Dobro, the, the way that is all put together. It's just fantastic. Where do you, where do you, you. record? Who, who are your people? So I'm recording with Sean Byrne mm-hmm. at his studio, which is in his house. Um, and he recorded The Ride with me. He produced, and he produced True Love Has a Cost. So... We've worked together before, and um, both and of those songs I think was in our last podcast. I if think you want so. To go back to last year, yeah, uh, December 29th was the uh, release date last year mm-hmm. that you were on our show. Yeah. So uh, they can listen to those two songs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's just got a really good um, feel for what I do. Got mm-hmm. a great like country rock, yeah, bluegrass, whatever. Just <laughs> make, mixing it all up, mixing you know? it all nice up. Nice Americana. Yeah. sound great he's a great songwriter himself and an artist so he understands yeah. the artistry part too and then um my friend joe spivey is has come in now he's helping me with pre-production and um coming in and putting down guitars and mandolin mm. um an instrument called the bazooki um a bazooki bazooki it's cool it's, it's not bubblegum no it's a stringed <laughs> Like kind of around, you have to go look it up if you've never yeah. seen one. It's it's really neat. They really are a beautiful instrument. Yeah. Great sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's adding quite a bit, and so you can hear his influence on Chopwood Carry Water. And mm-hmm. then we've got two more in the works, and there's going to be some more. And then the album in 2023 in the spring, but I'm not putting a date out there yet because I just you know well, hopefully change. sometime this spring we'll hear it definitely. And do you know what you're going to call it yet or? I honestly, I thought I did, mm-hmm. but the more songs I write, <laughs> every song, I want every new song to be the title track. So just yeah. kind of just waiting and we'll be praying about that. And Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they always say that the uh, the best song is the one you just wrote. <laughs> right? I mean, honestly, it feels that way. I'm just so, <laughs> so blessed. Like so many of us are here in Nashville to have great co-writers and, yes. and be enjoying the process. And let's talk about some of your co-writers. You've got some incredible co-writers. Bill DiLuigi, who's been on the show. Yes. Uh, you know, it's so funny. I was listening to the, uh, the podcast that we did last year earlier this week and we talked about Bill and I hadn't met him yet. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. And, and, and I was like, wow, we got to get Bill on the show. I remember that. And we did. We yeah. had him on uh, last year. He's, mm-hmm. he's a great songwriter. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. And you guys still write a lot together. But we do. Yeah. Um, but lots of other ones too. Like I, recently, Steve Dean, who's mm-hmm. a big hit writer. I absolutely adore him. He is just a cool person, a great writer. And we have like a nice writing thing going and so we're, we're on our third or fourth I think oh that's good mm-hmm. that's good he's brilliant absolutely big number one songwriter and uh, you know uh, in that Hits and Grins which is a, a, a trio that we had on and not you too had very them long on ago too, right. yeah, with Bill White and Victoria uh, Veneer so, uh-huh. uh, and they're a blast they're fantastic yes so. 
That's good. Yeah, and Greg Wilson. Greg Wilson is a great songwriter. And Hal Odell for the first time and actually so this is morning. Hal. So that was neat. Hal recently on the podcast. Okay. Uh-huh. He's a brilliant guy. Yeah. Yeah, I like writing with him as well. Yeah, I found yeah. out he, he was a, a doctor. He was. Radiologist. Yes, very smart. Very smart. Very smart. And it and <laughs> he's, he's a very smart writer, too. Yeah, good. Uh, songwriter. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you missed that episode, go back. Uh, it was on just a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we were happy to have him on. So, yeah, you're very busy. A yeah. busy bee. Yeah. Yeah. And you also, uh, you took place, uh, took part in this uh, TIFF uh, Tennessee, you explain it. It's okay. with film and TV, right? So, yeah, it's for film and TV. It's uh-huh. the Tennessee International Independent Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, I connected with the director through my vocal coach. Uh-huh. You need to have her on sometime. Her name is Mo Lochran. Oh, I'd love She's to She's amazing. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, she introduced me to Nan. Um, I don't want to say Nan's last name. I might not say it right, but it's <laughs> P-U-E... TZ Puts. 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 She'll kill me. <laughs> She's just wonderful. And um, so she had me come and perform at their film festival, nice. which was just like, two, I think, two weeks ago. Wow. Um, yeah. It actually was held at a place called World Stage, Worldwide Stages, which is a huge recording studio complex wow. out in Spring Hill. Wow. Um, it's on. Uh, huge acreage and uh it's really beautiful out there what they've done out there and uh so it's a lot of independent films um and i'm just getting to be part of that and meeting a lot of um film people and i'm pretty excited about all of that it's good mm-hmm. there's a whole world for songwriters that have opened up recently with what we call sync and we've talked about it in the past mm-hmm. uh shanty logan was on the on the show and and talked about uh sync writing for film and tv yes and so Chantel's another one we yeah. just wrote our first song together mm-hmm. i've known her for a long time because she um has written for a long time with bill de luigi and mm-hmm. has also taken him on radio tour with her yeah. yeah so we've we've known each other but we had never written and recently we wrote with um the three of us uh Corey lee barker Chantel, and myself and we have actually gone as far as um getting the song recorded. It's a Christmas song, of okay. course, with Christmas Corey. Yeah, Christmas Corey. And we'll see. But what every one of those Hallmark uh, Christmas uh, movies has got a at least one Corey. I mean, Barker I'm hoping song. for Hallmark <laughs> a placement here with with this, with this one. Yeah, I think oh, that'd I be really fun. That so. would be really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. How about another song from you? I know you've been writing lots of lots of great stuff, so maybe you can share one you wrote. This one I wrote with, this is the first one I wrote with Steve Dean and our friend Kara Hogan. Mm -hmm. I should say Kara. No, it's Kara. 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 Forgive me, Kara, if you are listening. Um, Who, she's actually the director of the Gatlinburg Songwriter Festival and a very precious person. Yes, she Um, is. But this song is about, um, like, finding, or not even finding, it's about, like, running to your, like, a peaceful place where you can just get away from the madness of yeah. the world. Wow, I can um, identify. Yes, and this is called Back to the Porch. Awesome. Oh, and this is gonna, we're cutting this right now. So oh, so this will be on the new album. This will be on the new album. Very good. What happened to 
Judy Pastor, our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast, Back to the Porch, written with Steve Dean, who is an amazing songwriter in this town. The story behind it coming up. Stay with us on Songwriter Connection podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. Judy Pastor is my guest. This is the Songwriter Connection podcast. She was recently featured in Guitar Girl magazine. How cool is that? 
I thought it was pretty cool. I like pretty I like that cool. publication. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat. It's out there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a look at it, read it, and find out more about our guest, Duty Pastor. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about this song, uh, "To the Porch." Back to the porch. Back to the porch. Yeah, you wrote it with Steve. I wrote it with Steve and Cara. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um, like I, I think I just mentioned, but maybe I didn't. Um, mm. But it is it is a song about like just running or just hitting the road going wherever you got to go to get away from the madness of the world and mm-hmm. having that like peaceful place that you can just go and unwind um do whatever you do if you like to pray if you like to meditate just just relax and unwind and that's what back to the porch is about your songs always have a nice message like that which is well, which you. is really cool when you talk about developing an idea like that um maybe you can step us through uh, about how um, that came about uh was it an idea that you had uh, or, or did you just start talking about different mm-hmm. things no it was actually um well I was going to the right, and mm-hmm. um, so I was driving in my now, car. Now, was this the first time with Steve? Or? Yeah, this is the first time with Steve and Cara. Uh-huh. And I was I was on my way there, and I made a turn onto this street, and there's, like, this house that's, like, kind of like a cabinish looking. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very, like, neat and, like, manicured. And I don't know, it just had, like, this this look, I don't know, to it. And... And then in combination with that, I had been listening to... There's an old worship song that I, like, really used to love. It's by this guy, Matt Redman, and it's called Heart of Worship. Mm. And it says, I'm coming back to the heart of worship. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Do you remember that song? I do. And I had that song in my head, and I was like, I don't know, between this picture-perfect, like, cabin-looking mm-hmm. home with this manicured lawn and the American flag, and it was this whole, like, thing out of, like something a movie or something to me and then this song like i'm coming back mm-hmm. i kind of had this idea just like hit me as i was driving to the right and i just told them about the heart of worship song and i told them about like these i don't know i don't really i can't remember exactly what i felt about the house but it was something about like maybe it was maybe it was like the porch you know maybe we got the porch from the house but it was coming back was like First, we thought about, like, well, would we run back to, like, a house? Would we run back, you know? And then we just, I don't know, somehow got to uh, back to the porch. There you go. And that's how we wrote it. And it's beautiful. Mm, thank you. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. I remember once uh, at a show uh, here this past year, and we're kind of recapping the year for you here at the end of the year since uh, last year you were on the show. But I remember watching you, and I was sitting with Megan, your husband, uh-huh. and um, he was telling me about this song. Uh, about uh, this portrait on the wall when you were a kid right. growing up. And he showed me a picture of this portrait right. uh, on his phone. Yeah. And uh, you were doing this song. And uh, I say this to set up your next song. Right. and Because um, it's a special one. It is. The picture on the wall. Mm-hmm. So um, So you want me to tell you about it? I do. Okay. I, I would love to you, for you to share that story with us and to play that song. Because it's powerful. Yeah. So, um, and another great message, you know. Thank you. When I um, was just a baby, my parents bought this, uh, I guess they bought a painting or they had this painting mm-hmm. and they put it up on the wall. And I basically was like crawling around under this painting. Of course, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know what the painting was because mm. I was a baby. Yeah. Um, but as I grew up, I was like, oh, it's a girl. She's playing an acoustic guitar and she's uh, sitting on a couch and she's actually like 
looking down at the guitar yeah. and she's got long hair and her face is, is shadowed. She has a shawl wrapped around her shoulders and, you know, my mom still has this painting and um, it does kind of look like me. It's kind of interesting. Wow. So it does, it resembles me. And so I was sharing with my husband about the picture on the wall and I was, I just happened to say to him, I said, I grew up to be the picture on the wall. Mm. And he was like, Judy, that's like a, a good song. You yes. need to write that song. Yeah. And um, Greg Wilson, I think we had our first write set up for like that week. And so I presented him with the idea. I think I had a little melody. I uh, can't remember that part, but I know uh, we talked about it and he liked it. And we wrote the song. Yeah. So this is going on my album too. He's another brilliant writer. He, he is. Really he's so is. good. So this is Picture on the Wall. Great. Thanks, Judy. There's a picture on the wall at my mama's house. There's a girl that I look up to sit above the couch. Just looking at it, it was prophetic. Girl and her guitar mattered to my heart. Now here I am, there's magic in my hands, peace in my soul, singing all my songs. I can't help but think it's meant to be. was shadowed and her hair was long she never said a word but I swear I heard a song it was poetic it was prophetic girl and her guitar set fire to my heart now here I am there's magic in my hand
<laughs> you know, uh, when I first heard that song, I thought about my grandmother's uh, parlor mm-hmm. and uh, right above her uh, Davenport, <laughs> which is a couch. She had pictures that in her in her parlor of Jesus on one wall, Kennedy on the other. Oh my gosh! And I just and you know pictures all, like that. All the classics. All the classics, right? So I even had to write that into a song one day. Jesus on wall. Oh, I uh, love that. Jesus and Kennedy. Yeah. So with the girl, uh, the girl in the picture on the wall. It's just amazing. And I and as you're singing this, a title for your album popped in my head. What picture on the wall? Girl. And her guitar. Girl and her guitar. I love that. Now but, you say that but, in the song. That's going to be the name of the episode of this episode. I like Girl that. Girl and her Thank guitar. Thank you so much. I, actually, that is like <laughs> such an honor. Thank you. You're amazing. Thank you. I love that. Thanks. And, and Greg is an amazing writer. As a matter of fact, I was at a party this past weekend, and he played a song uh, that he had written, and um, it just absolutely blew me away. And, and, and I'm convinced that this song will be a radio hit. Uh, and I think artists are going to fight over this song. So that's how good he is. And we got to get Greg back back on this podcast again. Definitely. Maybe we can get him to play that song. Yeah. So I don't want to say any more about that, but no. every now and then I hear a song. Yeah. And you go, wow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, that's the kind of writer he is. We He's love our songs horrible. here in Nashville. We do. <laughs> now you came to Nashville from Philadelphia, right? I did. And you've been here how long? I am on my 11th year. 11th year. Mm-hmm. And man, you are everywhere I look. You you know, uh, we had a, a recent podcast with Rhonda Funk, who also does a very good job at promoting uh, that kind of the DIY kind of independent artist. And it's hard work. You work, I know you work very hard at what you do uh, in promoting uh, yourself and you get it out there. And, and it, it is hard work, isn't it? It is hard work, but I mean, I think... I'm always like, not stunned, but I'm always like surprised at how so many people will mention to Megan, my husband, or to me, uh-huh. um, like, like how they see us and how they see me and, and my, um, like social media skills, how it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> how it's like very, very good. And oh, yeah. I'm just like, always like, really? Like, I don't, you know, I just do what's needed. That's yeah. kind of what I've come to and you know, keep plugging along because it's just what I do. It's my passion and Mm -hmm. and I just do it. We talk a lot about passion on this show. Yeah. We really do. (laughs) And uh, you obviously have it. Yeah. And you do work the socials, um, all of them. We can find you Facebook, Instagram, TikTok even. I just started. Like I'm not, I'm pretty new on TikTok. but Me too. My stuff is doing pretty good on there. It's not, it's not too bad. That's good. Yeah. Any advice for the uh, DIY artists out there in promotions? Oh my gosh. What would you say to some folks that are really wanting to pursue doing what you want to do? Well, my first thought is try to get an investor. So. <laughs> but <laughs> that would help. my second thought to be sincere, that wasn't very sincere. That was more like you know, <laughs> a joke. Um, I, w- sponsors. I would just say that, uh, you know, fi- find your sound. I mean, if you've got like a sound that you're loving, pursue it. I wouldn't try, I wouldn't suggest like changing for anybody because the the problem is I would suggest like working on your craft and getting Mm -hmm. better at what you do but I would just suggest on just locating what that actually is that you do and what makes you special because there are so many of us with similar dreams and hopes and there's so much talent so what is it that makes you you know unique and then I would say hone in on that and develop it because that's really what you have to give. So 
our cat just yes the cat is on juliet decided on the to be table. a part of the show mm-hmm. juliet knows that she's not supposed to be on the table yeah. Which she does this, and she makes an appearance every now and then and on my radio show. And she's beautiful. And now she's, <laughs> and she now she's cleaning herself. Hey, get off that table, girl. Come here. Come sit on Daddy's lap. <laughs> I mean, honestly, she looks like a little tiger. She does. She's doesn't beautiful. She? Yeah. You little Callie. Yeah. Julieta. Yeah. You know it, right? She's playing the cute card mm-hmm, now. She is. Yeah, that's how she is. Yeah. But yeah, that's all. That's really good advice, that's, and and I appreciate it. Thanks. How did you find your voice? Well, I, I would say a couple of things happened. One, I found my voice um, through my through getting married. Um, really, like grounded me a lot. It really like Did helped it? me. Yeah, yeah, it it just helped me to. Um, I don't know. There was something about the two, mm-hmm. you know, of us that kind of has really just brought out. It's kind of a level of safety and comfort I think that I never had. I used to, you know, when I was. Uh, you know, back before I moved to Nashville, I traveled around quite a bit. I was just sharing with Greg and Hal this morning how I used to live in a van out in California. and um, Not down by the river, right? No, not down by... Well, sometimes I was down by a river. I, I went wherever I wanted to because I was living in a van. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or traveling and living in a van out oh, of a van. Oh, that's so cool. So, I mean, I just have like a sense of... I don't know. I think it's like something that just happens as you go through time. You know, you just kind of like... You got to figure out like what's comfortable for you, and and being married to Megan is what's what's good for me. Mm. You know, it's been really like healing for me, really, because it just I was just single my whole life. I mean, of course, yeah. I had a boyfriend, but I mean, I was not I was never married. You know, and you know, there's there's a difference mm-hmm. when you actually tie the knot. Yeah, that's like that's, that's like a, a knot big, yeah. <laughs> being tied. You know, that's so, a big commitment. That's a yeah. big commitment. So. Yeah. That's one thing that happened. And the other way that I found my voice is I found a really good vocal coach. Now, I've had other vocal coaches through time, but this one in particular really heard me and encouraged, was able to teach me like the technique that I needed to kind of just bring out what, you know, and that's what a good vocal coach does. Yeah, I mean, they can't, that's so true. they can't teach you like how to sing. They can teach you like how to use your voice you know what I'm saying? I mean, they teach you how to sing, but it's more like a technique and how to like relax and all of it. And I think that I've grown in my, I know I've grown in confidence and um, just like acceptance of like my sound. And, and then, and then it's come to like a love, you know, you mm-hmm. have to like love how you sound too, to be able to get out there and do it. You don't want to like, not like your voice. So yeah, it's just, uh, it's like a combination of things and, and it's really helped me to find my voice. That's interesting you say that because, um, you know, working in the radio industry for years like I did, I, I never could stand to hear my voice played back. Mm-hmm. You hear yourself differently when you speak and sing right. than you do through headphones or recorded played back. Mm-hmm. In fact, I can remember first time I ever heard myself on voice, and this may be the same with you listening at home or in the car or wherever you're listening. When you first hear yourself played back, does it sound like you? You're not, it can't be me. Right? Did you? Uh, I can't. I don't know because I've heard myself so much now yeah. that like I I don't remember like how I first felt about it. But yeah, yeah, I've definitely like. I mean, there's been times where, particularly like on work tapes, I'm mm-hmm. like sometimes on work tapes after we write a song, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't, oh, I don't like that. Sometimes I love it. It kind yeah. of just depends. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Yeah, I could see where it would be like, would you you would hear yourself yeah. back, and and it's something that you just have to you grow into kind of your own voice, yeah. I guess, in a way. Well, you hear it, you hear it through your own head, you know, and the bones in your face and everything, and then right? around and through the ears. It is then, and it is different when you put the headphones on, or if you're hearing it played back. And I think you learn to uh, work with the technology to make yourself sound better. Sure. And uh, as you grow, but a good vocal coach, you're right, is so important. I've said this on the show past because there are so many people out there just destroying their voice Mm -hmm. and not even realizing it, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Proper technique is so important. Mm -hmm. So I can see where she probably did, uh, would be a big help. She has been. Yeah. Amazing. That's so awesome. Her name is again? Mo. Mo. M-O-E Lochran. Here in Nashville. L-O-U-G-H-R-A-N, I think. Something like that. Invite her on the show. Maybe she can give us some tips she's, as well. She's, she's you know, good for people. some of your songwriters mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. yeah. So. Can we talk yet on one more song? Do you think? How's the thumb? I know you cut your finger. Your I thumb. did. I, yeah. I insisted on it's, new knives. It's like um, <clears throat> chop thumbs, carry water. No, exactly. Don't chop thumbs, okay? No, I know. Chop wood, carry water. I could do God Made Me. God Made Me. Okay. Um, or I'm sorry, it's called How God Made Me. How God Made How Me. How God Made Me. This has a cool little story. Do you want me to tell it now or after? How about we tell it now? Okay. And lead right into it. So the story with this one is that um, Bill DeLuigi and I went to Bonnaroo yeah. um, this year to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we volunteered in this um, tent that um, houses like, it's like water... And like snacks and like if you want to like come in and just hang out, you know, to the concert goers. It's like a place of refuge. That's nice. Yes. And a, a front porch. <laughs> it, it is actually a front porch. Yeah. And um, cool. So we went and we volunteered there. And um, what's the story? The story is that for some reason I said in a sassy kind of way to Bill and I we don't remember, neither of us remember what the conversation was. But I said, well, that's just how God made me. <laughs> and he was like, well, that's just a good song. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So we, he actually had a couple ideas on the spot. I put him in my phone. And then when we got together, we wrote um, How God Made Me. Right. Can't say this is going to be on the album because. So many good songs to choose from. Huh? Well, no, it's not that. I just don't know. We're, we're just seeing, seeing about this one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like if I'm going to, I'm just going to wait to cut it. Okay. That's all I can say. All right, so let's see. It's another finger-picking one. God made me like a wild wind Try and be as free as the road is long God made me like a small town I get knocked down but I always come back strong I know he's written out my story With goodness from his hands He knows every detail of what I don't understand mistakes but a light switch in the dark's what I want to be that's how God made me God made me 
guitar Try and change the world with a song God made me to hear his heartbeat Cause after all we're all just here and gone I know he's written out my story With goodness from his hands He knows every detail of what I don't understand Mistakes. Oh, put a light switch in the dark's what I want to be. That's how God made me. That's how God made me. I know he's written out my story with goodness from his hands. He knows every detail of what I don't understand He took a little kindness He gave a little grace He threw in some extra mercy Well, he knew I'd make mistakes Put a light switch in the dark's what I want to be should let my soul shine for the world to see That's how God made me That's how God made me That's how God made me mm, Beautiful. If you're going to be anything, be a light switch in the dark. <laughs> I love that. You and Bill DeLuigi again, huh? Yeah. It's a magic combination. Thank you. Judy Pasteur has been our guest, not Pasteur. I say that because it's P-A-S-T-E-R. Yes, it is. And I want you to follow her on the socials. Find her music on Spotify, wherever else you get music. And check out her YouTube page where you'll find that new video to her great new song, Chop Wood, Carry Water. Best of luck with that, Judy. Thank you so much, Dave, yeah. for having me. It's so good to have you here. Yeah. And we'll have again soon. Good luck with the new album coming out this spring, too. Thank you. All righty. Pull it for you. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.